Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Yard, 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 7th virtual show. Because of COVID, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can listen to us on air or on podcast on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events in our local economy and how they affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for today's show, we're going to have a panel conversation with our guest, Brooke Kennedy of Sweet Bee Hair, Skin, and Lounge. Also, Alan Regola of Self Genie Seattle. And next, we'll have a conversation with Brooke from a made-over storage closet to a beautiful salon and spa focused on respecting personal health and the environment. And our last segment will be with Alan transforming your kitchen without the cost of a full remodel. Great information and great guests in studio. Again, for more information on any of the topics discussed today, please call the show at 1-855-411-50, or you can go online at themoneyhour.com. And as we start out each week, we'll start out today with a little money chat. Money. Money. Seeing the guests doing a little jamming to our money chat. What do you got? I'm still over here jamming. What do you got for our listeners today, Keelan? Well, um, I want to talk about business expansion. I've been kind of following closely what's been going on with this. Uh, it seems like Seattle's somewhat falling apart sort of lately, and Bellevue's blowing up. So unfortunately, the trend continues, um, and fortunately, because we're in Bellevue. So I mean, it's it's good and it's bad, and I'd love to see the resurgence of Seattle, but it, it's not good news um, as of lately. So um, as of Wednesday, uh, Costco further expands its Issaquah footprint. So they're going a little farther out with a 6.4 million acquisition. So this is pretty exciting. There's going to be more growth on the east side as uh, as this whole thing continues. And they have plans for further expansion as, as well. So according to the uh, Puget Sound Journal, the acquisition of 1.5 acre property was announced Wednesday, August 5th, and will be used to facilitate a future headquarters expansion. So this follows another recent acquisition, uh, which Costco purchased a nearby building, which used to be a movie theater for 10 million. Each of these acquisitions are in, adi- uh, are in addition to another of Costco's ongoing projects, which includes 1.2 million square feet. So they're like tripling down on the east side, which is, and we've talked about some of this before even COVID. And I don't know if that plays a part into this or not, but you know, there was Facebook um, expansion. We've had REI came and got 700,000 square feet. 
and um, and then of course Amazon, who's leading the charge. Uh, they're growing on both sides, but um, it's basically continuing the trend of East Side picking up as the King County slows down. And I started doing a little bit of research in that because I was curious on what that kind of looked like and when did this whole thing start. And it turns out that um, it started a couple of years ago, actually. So um, it's just continuing this uh, employment. Uh, there's an employment lag uh, on the east side, but all the major east side firms are doing extremely well. And the commercial development is absolutely booming uh, on this side, on the east side. So, and then, uh, as I mentioned, Amazon is a key to that with employment and, spent and expansion growing faster than Seattle. And it's it has added employees on both sides. So, let's not get it wrong here. They're definitely adding to Seattle, but the reality is Amazon is growing faster in Bellevue and their expansion is growing faster than it is in Seattle at this point. So the big companies doubling down on the east side, um, staying completely out of the political side, it just is what it is. Um, and then that also kind of shocked me to hear that South King County is like basically um, stopped. So their growth is, it has, it's hardly grown at all in Renton, Geary and Federal Way. Um, as far as the last couple of years. And, and the data suggests that the turning point was actually back in 2016. I thought this was more of a recent trend because I've really been following it over the last couple of years. But the reality is it's since up to 2015, King County has completely led everything. And then as of 2016, it took an abrupt stop. And then there's been absolutely steady growth uh, coming from other outside counties and, you know, the, the housing market, we have to talk about that, too. The prices of housing are obviously um, going up. And myself included, I moved to Snohomish County because you can just get a lot more bang for your buck. So I think that has a lot to do with it. There's big, you know, employment, big money on these tech firms. People are making good money. And Seattle's really interesting as far as commuting is concerned. I mean, people are deciding just to commute a little bit longer and just getting a lot more bang for your buck in the surrounding areas. You know, Pierce and Snohomish are uh, are leading the charge. Even Thurston County is going nuts, apparently. So kind of the ripple effect, it kind of plops in Seattle, and then it goes out and out and out. And then we've heard also in the market, as far as we talked about this the other week, um, the real estate trends are following as well. So, you know, inventory is super low. I heard the other month that uh, Snohomish County was, 0.9% in inventory. I think King County was 1.6, but 0.9 is insane. So, you know, everybody's gobbling every property they could find that's a commutable distance to Bellevue and especially, and even Seattle. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of employment still in Seattle, but the trend continues and East Side's blowing up and King County is slowing down. So I hope that something happens where we can get King County uh, picking up. But for now, that's the trend and to be continued. Great information, uh, Keelan, and great share for Money Chad. And yeah, regardless, I mean, we've got so much employment opportunity in the market. And, and like you said, with the, uh, you know, a lot of people moving on the south end, and now with everything that's going on with a lot of remote, it'll be interesting to see how many people continue to do the remote chain, which is going to continue to increase properties in areas like in Federal Way and more on the south end. All right, so my Money Chat for you today, there are some reasons to feel good 
uh, when looking at the latest data from the National Center for Health Statistics, showing that the daily new amount of COVID-19 cases is dropping. Another reason to feel good is the improvement we saw in initial job claims. Initial job claims for last week was released showing 1.2 million individuals who filed for unemployment benefits for the first time. This was two 205k less than last week and the first improvement that we've seen in a few weeks. Now, continued claims of those continuing to receive benefits improved by 844,000 to 16.1 million. There are also PUA or pandemic unemployment assistance claims that are not captured in the headline. These are people that usually would be approved for unemployment benefits like gig workers and contractors, which I've disclosed every time that I share this data with you. Those claims, which are separate and in addition to the headline claims, total 656,000 last week. Now, continuing, PUA claims improved 70,000 to 13 million. Total people receiving some type of benefit is likely over 30 million, which is still very high and would be a point to a much higher unemployment rate than what we are seeing reported. Now, the Fed may consider let letting inflation rise above its 2% target, which if that will does occur, it could put pressure on mortgage rates and seeing them increase. However, inflation is measured by the Fed's favorite gauge, which is personal consumption expenditures only showed a reading of 1% on the core. This is something that we have to keep a look at for what's going to happen uh, the longer run and how it would certainly have an impact in the future. The next round of stimulus is currently being negotiated in Congress and the two sides appear to be pretty far apart. Uh, if another deal is not passed, which we feel it will, rent delinquencies would likely rise and over 20 million renters could be evicted. According to Zillow, 12.4% of 12.4% of renters uh, see that they step in additionally of those renters are actually behind on their rent payments. They've missed it in week two weeks in July, and this could increase now that we're likely going to see a step down in the additional stimulus offered once the HEALS Act is eventually passed. And speaking of rents, Zumba released their national rent report for August, showing that rents have decreased in the country's more expensive cities by roughly 5%. However, in the less expensive cities, rents have been on the rise and less expensive in the less expensive cities, rents are up on an average of 5.2%. Overall, the year over year uh, rents are up 0.7% for one bedroom rentals and 1% for two bedroom rentals. Now, Core's Logic released their home price index appreciation report for June, and they appear to be eating their words from their previous forecast of the sharp decline in home prices in the year ahead. The report showed that home prices rose 1% from May to June, and on a year over year basis, home prices were up 4.9% up from 1.4%. Now, the stats with the higher increase year over year, we have Idaho. These are the states that had the highest at 10.5%. Montana, 9.8%. Missouri, 8.5%. And Arizona, 8.5%. Washington wasn't on the list this time, 
but the prices that we've seen increase uh, is we've definitely favored well. Now, last month's HPI forecast is 6.6%. Home prices declined from May of 2020. May of 2021 has had a, a, a revised projection of employment rates through 2020 showed improvement. The recent rebound of home sales suggested that the pandemic did not derail home buyers who continue to motivate by historically low interest rates. And I believe that consumers are more emotionally connected to home ownership more than ever because they're spending a lot more time at home. They're thinking about rem staying remote at home. And so it's really important to them and their family. According to the Black Knight homeowners, home buyers are able to afford 32,000 more than they could just one year ago. Purchase buying power rose more than 10%. So for every 1% decrease in interest rates, that increased buying power at about 10%. Recently, the Centrist Bureau re uh, released a report showing that the home ownership rate increased in the second time or the second quarter to a 13-year high at 68.2%, up from 65.3%. Coming up in the Money Hour next, we have our panel conversation with Brooke Kennedy of Sweet Bee Hair Skin and Lounge and Alan Rafala of Self Genie Seattle right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Do you suffer from razor burn from shaving? Does your skin become red, angry, and bumpy from hot wax? If so, sugaring hair removal is the solution for you. Sugaring is an all-natural method of hair removal consisting of sugar, water, and lemon juice. The paste is applied against the hair growth and removed in the direction of hair growth, which prevents breakage from happening, as well as ingrown hairs. Results last longer, and it's more gentle on the skin, too. Come get your sugar on at Sweet Bee Hair and Skin Lounge, located in Issaquah. Schedule an appointment at 425-369-4167. Hey, here's a few questions for you to consider. Have you run out of storage space in your kitchen? Are you frustrated not knowing what's in the back of your deep cabinets or pantry? Want to revamp your kitchen but not spend a fortune on a messy or costly remodel? Are you tired of getting on your hands and knees every time you prepare a meal? <laughs> getting back up is always the hard part, right? Well, Shelf Genie of Seattle helps homeowners to transform their kitchen by retrofitting their existing cabinets and pantry with custom pull-out shelving. Through proper design and installation, Shelf Genie can provide easier access to the back of deep spaces, better organization, and increased usable storage space space, all within the cabinets you already have, which saves you both time and money. Shelf Genie of Seattle has helped thousands of homeowners for the past 10 years, from Olympia to Linden, and they provide a top quality product with superior service backed by a lifetime warranty. Shelf Genie of Seattle has a five-star rating on Google Reviews, where you can see glowing testimonials from real clients. Hi, I'm Alan Regala, the Director of Client Happiness with Shelf Genie of Seattle. We live to bring more joy into your everyday life at home. Call us today to schedule a free professional design consultation at 206-557-4630 or visit us at shelfgenie.com forward slash Seattle. Again, that's 206-557-4630 or visit us at shelfgenie.com forward slash Seattle. Make sure to mention The Money Hour and receive 50% off your installation. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell and co-host, Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you're listening to The Money Art, 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 7th, 7th virtual show. Because of COVID, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can catch us on podcast, also on air at 1150 AM KKNW, and Saturday, 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8, 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It is a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money. So you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, we're going to have a panel conversation with our two guests. Brooke Kennedy of Sweet Bee Hair, Skin, and Lounge, and Alan Regala of Self Genie Seattle, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. Welcome to both of you. Thank you for joining our show. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And Brooke, you are definitely rocking the, the COVID theme here. Absolutely. Every day, 12 hours a day. Oh, my gosh. So before we get into our panel questions, I want to read our bios for our two guests. Brooke is a master enthusiast and owner of Sweet Bee Hair and Skin Lounge located in Issaquah, Washington. She graduated from your Institute of Skin Care in 2012 and the Washington Laser Institute 2015. She also trained in economy aesthetics, so she has the knowledge, products, and techniques to care for those undergoing cancer treatment. Skincare for Brooke feels like the perfect combination of service others, servicing others, creating a memorable guest experience and using the latest scientific advancements. She works hard and believes that life is too short not to love what you do. And then a little bit about Alan is the director of client happiness of creator of happier happier spaces for self genie of Seattle. Since 2010, Alan's goal has been to bring more joy to people's homes, providing top notch product and impeccable service to greater Puget Sound, Olympia and Linden. Alan's passion for creative problem solving led him to a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineer for Cal Poly, uh, San Luis, Abispo of master degree in mechanic engineering for Stanford. And outside of building his business, Al enjoys spending time with his wife, two daughters, and many Dutch Dutchin, as well as playing competitive tennis, soccer, and snowboarding. I love it. Well, let's start off this uh, panel conversation with you, Brooke. And the question I'm going to have, and I'm going to ask you both, but the thing about this is we can physically see how COVID has affected your business. Uh, so I'm going to start with you. Tell us a little bit more, expand on how this whole environment and COVID has really affected how you do things with your business. Uh, we were closed for 83 days, and then the state gave us these wonderful guidelines. So I went through six pages of guidelines with a bunch of different links and spent a lot of time getting ready. And what you're seeing me in today is my PPB, PPE gear. So this is actually a shield. Yeah. I get to wear a face shield, lovely mask, and then an apron. So my clients get to be greeted by Dexter every day. No, I'm just teasing. We do three 12 hour shifts and you get used to it. Like I'm able to sit here and I'm completely fine. I'm able to engage in clients. So just um, from 
having the doors locked, no more walk-in appointments. We do temperature readings when we greet the clients. They have a COVID liability form that they fill out. They have our guidelines that we provide to them, which is kind of what I've pulled from all the state guidelines. And then masks are required upon entry. And then we just do one-to-one. So this, I'm sitting in my treatment room right now. We have two other aesthetic rooms and then a private salon uh, seat for hair. So it's a very customized one-on-one experience and you can feel completely safe. Wow. Well, good on you guys for, I mean, that's a huge change. That's a lot. I mean, I can only think, I can, I can think about like maybe a dentist or a doctor's office would be the only things that would have more that you guys would have to do for this whole COVID thing. And it looks like you're embracing and, uh, and doing what you need to do and good on you for that. Um, what about you, Alan? How has this whole uh, COVID or, you know, environment in general that's been created because of COVID affected your business? Yeah, well, uh, like uh, Brooke, we had to shut down for a period of time, um, which is, you know, mm-hmm. good and necessary for everybody. And, you know, the core of our business is, is really meeting with people in their homes. And so both for the design consultation as well as installation. So uh, for us, you know, we had to come up with our safety plan for both uh, our installers and our designers, um, which is, you know, base, uh, face coverings. We got masks, uh, gloves, um, you know, wiping down all our materials beforehand, um, washing our hands in the appointment as needed, uh, cleaning our supplies and everything afterwards. And, um, you know, our, we ask our uh, clients also to wear masks and we try to do social distancing within their homes as well. Um, so it's quite a change, uh, you know, for us, but, um, I'm just happy that we're able to meet with people again, help them out, and uh, at the same time, you know, have both our clients and our team uh, be safe. Yeah, it's definitely a time to come from a place of appreciation and feeling feeling blessed because all of us here, there's a lot of people that are being impacted at such a higher level. Now, both of you were impacted pretty strong because whereas, you know, Keel and I are fortunate in our industry and the mortgage space, uh, we haven't missed a beat. And if anything, there's been a lot of beats picked up because of the low interest rates. So Brooke, how do you see when I, you know, can't say that we're going to get back to normal because I don't think everything is going to be what it used to be. There's definitely going to be differences. What do you see when we get back to not such a crazy space that we're in now, how you might be conducting and doing business differently in your line of work? Since this is kind of what we've adapted as the new normal, we have added some various services such as virtual consultations, um, at home facials that I'm able to conduct them through. I actually did a skincare challenge with my clients who wanted to participate during the forced pause and uh, we're, we set up our online shopping cart. So we're able to do that. So I think this is just going to be how it is and we're embracing it and happy to be at work and all about keeping people safe. Yeah, and I've, um, I'm a firm believer and always have been with challenges, opportunities. So every challenge is an opportunity. And I think in this space, we'll not think, I know in this space that there's been forced opportunity because there was no other choice but to engage in it. And you mentioned virtual. 
all businesses now are in a position that they are much more convenient for them and clients being able to offer this virtually. You talk about online shopping, getting that added to your platform. So businesses are actually going to see that they're having increases because they're doing things differently that are going to be saving time and also making their products and their services more accessible. So that's a really great thing. Forced or not, it's here and it's going to level everybody's businesses up. Alan, what about you? What do you see uh, when things get back to a new normal, how that new normal is going to look for your industry? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, it, it's uh, we, we've also adopted some amounts of virtual meetings with people. Um, some folks that um, are concerned, you know, maybe we can spend a little more time ahead of time, like on a Zoom call, um, to, to get a better understanding of their space. Um, one thing that's been helpful is we've been asking for um, more information up front. So just getting photos ahead of time of their space, which allows us to prepare for the meeting ahead of time. So we spend less time in their home. Um, and so that's been really helpful. Um, you know, the thing that's really the big question is uh, for me is, will the handshake ever come back? I don't know. It's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but it feels like, um, you know, we're still able to help people in our homes when we get there, but it's just kind of those, um, those little things like shaking someone's hand. That is, isn't a bit of an odd thing to me that, you know, we're not able to do anymore, but, and I don't know if, if and when that will come back. Well, I sure, I sure hope it comes back, Alan. And I know when I'm uh, walking in the grocery store, I'm always a big smile and I like to connect with, with people by giving strangers a smile. And so I have to be extra intentional to smile with my eyes because, yeah. you know, so it's different. And I like how you mentioned, uh, you know, pictures, because that's kind of, you know, just what I was saying with what book, Brooke is, you know, businesses are levering, uh, leveling up in a different way because that's going to be more convenient no matter what to really be able to get an idea of the house and what it has before the work even starts and you get your people out there. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I love how it's all uh, technology is making us streamline our businesses to a way. No matter what business you're in, there's some efficiency that's been implemented to everybody's business, which is really neat to see that happen. Um, I'd be curious from you guys. I'll start with you, Brooke. What new skills have you had to develop because of this? And is it a skill that you think you'll keep after uh, if and when this whole thing goes away? Just getting a good shipping system set up because we've done a lot of in-store product purchase pickup. So just kind of getting those relationships with UPS, which I'm thankful it's next door. Also getting very familiar with Zoom, right? With those virtual consultations and being able to kind of send things out. So Zoom has been fun and we'll definitely keep that up. Um, but those are the biggest things that I've noticed. That's great. I love how COVID has pushed us maybe out of our comfort zone or maybe just pushed us to new ideas we didn't think about and to see the efficiency. A lot of these things me and Tina did beforehand, the Zoom meetings and all this, and to see that effect on other businesses is really cool. So what about you, Alan? What new skills do you think uh, that you're going to maintain or that you had to learn during this whole whole time? Well, I think, it, you know, technology-wise, we, we've been doing um, – 3D models for people uh, in their homes, you know, with their kitchens and such, you know, getting the pictures ahead of time, that's what allows us to help kind of get that prepared. And so just becoming better and quicker at that, as well as um, sometimes in the home, we're not able to meet with, you know, both people. So using Zoom afterwards, and we'll do a Zoom meeting where we can meet with, you know, a husband and wife and really walk through the 3D models together. And I'll take pictures, I'll integrate those into the 3D models. And it, it, it's just, um, that's part's pretty cool. And, and, next and interactive. 
I love to hear what's happening with uh, business owners and the changes that have happened. Uh, good changes for the most part, because again, just leveling things up, being more efficient, as uh, Keelan had mentioned, and really taking advantage of some of the tools that have always been out there. Uh, so great panel conversation. Thank you both for uh, participating in that. And coming up on the, the next in the Money Hour, from a made-over storage closet to a beautiful salon and spa focused on respecting personal health and the environment, Brooke Kennedy of Sweet B Hair, Skin, and Lounge, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Do you suffer from razor burn from shaving? Does your skin become red, angry, and bumpy from hot wax? If so, sugaring hair removal is the solution for you. Sugaring is an all-natural method of hair removal consisting of sugar, water, and lemon juice. The paste is applied against the hair growth and removed in the direction of hair growth, which prevents breakage from happening, as well as ingrown hairs. Results last longer, and it's more gentle on the skin, too. Come get your sugar on at Sweet Bee Hair and Skin Lounge, located in Issaquah. Schedule an appointment at 425-369-4167. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 7th virtual show. Because of COVID, our show has temporarily moved virtually. You can also catch us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show to talk about anything discussed today. Please call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 411150 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, we have Brooke Kennedy of Sweet Bee Hair, Skin, and Lounge. From a made-over storage closet to a beautiful salon and spa focused on respecting personal health and the environment. Right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Brooke, again, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, and we already did your bio. I'll let Keelan jump right into it. Well, uh, let's start out with how you got into skincare. It seems like that's a passion, something you love, and you're advocating for following your passions in life because it's too short, which I love that. That's fantastic and couldn't agree more. Uh, What led you to skincare? So I actually made a career change at 33. I had attended the University of Washington and studied molecular cell biology. I minored in dance and French going the medical route, but obviously I did not do that. So my mother instilled a great skincare routine at a young age. She had an amazing regimen I got to watch growing up. So it's something I was always passionate about. And then I was in project management, business development, and sales, actually in the electrical industry. And I just wasn't fulfilled. Um, And I was like, like you said, life's too short, right? So I was trying to find something where I could work with people because I love building relationships. I actually was a server putting myself through college. So I was trying to find something that was kind of like that, but then still had, you know, the cosmetic chemistry, how ingredients affect our cells. Um, So I had just did some soul searching and going to aesthetic school, you can get it done uh, full time in six months. So I was like, that's perfect. So then I just started my business coming right out of the Euro Institute. 
Yeah, we always love hearing about the passion and the why, which seems to be a popular theme with the best of the best. And that's what we bring into studio, that there is always a story behind a connection, a memory, a parent or something that brings to the why. So uh, thank you for sharing that, Brooke. So Brooke, uh, tell us about your first location and the made over storage closet that I shared in your bio. So I was actually a client of Markel's hair studio that's right here in Issaquah. And they knew because I had talked about becoming an esthetician for a long time, but making that jump because when you have a salary and you have your health benefits and your 401k retirement and all of that, it's really scary. And so they were like, Brooke, you should just do it. You should just do it. So they, Markel, the owner of the hair salon had said, if you go and do this, we will hold this space for you. And it literally is a storage closet that my husband then went in. I was just thankful that it had the plumbing hookup. So I was able to have a sink, but it was seven and a half by eight and a half feet. So I literally was kind of like shimming around because I wanted to have a nice big treatment table because you want clients to be comfortable. So it was pretty incredible being able to go to school, knowing where I was going to end up post. And then from there, I just had outgrown the space. I was just working more hours and I was losing clients from being so busy and um, I just knew that we needed to make a change. So my husband has lived in Issaquah his whole life. So he just started driving around and then found our current space, which is the old um, elements massage location. So I went from that tiny little space and then we did a whole entire build out and now we have 1300 square feet. And that was a big change for sure, but exciting and awesome. Wow. How cool is that? You know, the undertone of that, that I think is really neat. It's a few you surround yourself with. And the part of that story that's unsaid is you, you have a great support system and people that were pushing you. And it's all about who your friends are and who you surround yourself with. Um, I mean, that's the beginning of everything. Get in, you know, enveloped in that and have people that are there to support you and push you because you're right. That is a step that some people don't even do in their entire life because it's too scary. They just continue on that W-2 path and they have a passion for something, but they're just not sure and a little scared to do that. And then you get tied up in debt, which makes it even snowball even more. So, you know, one of the things I would say to those listeners out there is surround yourself with people that will support you and push you into those passions in life. And so, so cool that you did that. And look at you now, you're in a big old, a big old uh, space and, and doing your thing and killing it. So congrats on that. Speaking of that, when did Sweet Bee Hair and Skin Lounge actually open? So we, I was at Markel's. It would have been five years in March, but we had opened Sweet Bee Hair and Skin Lounge February of 2018. And it was fun that my husband and I got to pick everything out together. So we literally did the entire build out, which was pretty awesome because working in that small space, I knew exactly what I wanted. So actually everything is hidden. I know you can't see our treatment room, but like the sugar pots and the wax pots are all, nothing's out in the open. So it's just like, clean, beautiful. So you can kind of feel like you're, and you know, going to come in and be pampered. So Brooke, the focus of the salon company is to respect personal health and the environment. Can you share a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So when going through ingredients, we tried, well, we do pick ingredients that are clean and non-toxic. So one of the biggest things, a lot of products contain synthetic fragrances, which a lot of people have allergies to. So when I go through, I'm fortunate to be trained in oncology aesthetics and they have many approved products and mission partners. So I bring those into the spa. I also like to pair with vendors that 
you know, are giving back and provide a lot of training. We carry Farmhouse Fresh. They actually have an animal sanctuary. Um, and then just because sugaring is our most popular service, which is, I know, is one of the questions, but um, being able to, it's environmentally friendly. You use one little sugar paste, it's a little ball, you're able to do the entire service with that. And we use biodegradable gloves as well. So anyone's familiar with waxing, you're using the sticks and the strips and you're filling up the garbage. And so just trying, and then even like our hair care products, it doesn't have the PPDs, we're not using ammonia. So it's just more gentle on the skin and the scalp. And then we're just really watching our carbon footprint as well. That is so cool. Um, I watched a, a documentary on fragrances and how dangerous they are. And I didn't realize that was a thing because it's like, oh, that smells nice. Put it on you. But who knows what that smell nice is made of? It can be very, very harmful. Your skin's your largest organ and it absorbs those toxins into your body. And, uh, and you've obviously already thought about that and care about your customers and the environment. So good job, Brooke. That's really awesome. Uh, you said your most popular thing is sugaring. Tell us what sugaring is about. What, what are we doing when we're going in to get sugared? <laughs> I know a lot of people think that it's going to be like a scrub or something that you rub on, but it literally, it consists of sugar, lemon, and water juice, and the, or sorry, lemon juice. And it's just slow cooked. And when you pull it out, it kind of reminds me of kind of like a honey taffy combo. It's an ancient Egyptian method of hair removal. And you actually apply it against the hair growth and then remove with like in the direction of hair growth, which is completely opposite of wax. But it's great because you have less chance of the hair breaking, less chance of ingrowing hairs, the results last longer. And then it only adheres to the hair and not to the skin. So it's just a more gentle method of hair removal. Because a lot of times the soft strip wax, actually when they adhere, they're taking off outer layers of epidermis. So we just want to protect the skin, keep the integrity intact, and just deliver phenomenal results. So is that your most popular service, Brooke? If not, what is? And what is your favorite, your personal favorite treatment? So sugaring is definitely the most popular, but we actually do mini Brazilians. So Brazilian sugaring is our most popular service. And I'm excited. I'm going to do a whole podcast on that here in the future. But um, personal passion of mine, just because of the ingredients and my background, I love performing customized facials and doing skin revision treatments. So um, that's really cool, by the way. I've actually, I lost a bet in um, when I was back in the cell phone business and I had to go get my eyebrows waxed. And you can imagine if you never got them waxed. I don't know if you find this, but I'm such a wuss. You girls are so tough. Like, no joke. Like, ripped it off. I was like, ah! Like, I would have I, loved I watched, to like, see that. I would have loved to see that. Oh, it, was, it was brutal. Like, and you, and you girls just do this stuff like it's no thing. And then Brazilian, we all know what that is. I, you'd want to see guys scream and run out probably. I, you know, it's funny. Um, anyways, that's a whole different subject. So, um, TM, TMI, TMI, Keelan. Yeah, TMI. We went to Brazilian, and then it just went on a, <laughs> on a path. We don't need to go. Um, tell us about the skin games. You mentioned that. Um, tell us all about what the what what are the skin games? So it's an international skincare competition. I participated last year and made it as a top ten finalist. So when I was mentioning just skin revision and facials, um, I compete in the holistic category. So I do eight me eight weeks worth of treatments on an individual. Last year I treated rosacea. This year I focus more on age management. But then in the holistic category, since you're treating mind, body, spirit, and emotions, I was able to refer my massage therapist, personal trainer, um, chiropractor, 
you know, we're introducing body treatments. And what is great is that it just pushes me. So I do it on Sundays, but then I'm, you know, testing out new products and new devices and, you know, just really pushing myself to do something that you wouldn't normally do. So it's actually going to be happening this October 22nd through the 24th. I've um, enter the holistic category again, and I'm hoping to make it top three this time, which would be pretty cool. That is so exciting. And yeah, what a beautiful thing to come from a holistic of, approach. So let's talk about ecology and S-holistic. I'll let you say that. Uh, what is it exactly? Since I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> yes, oncology Aesthetics. A lot of people, when they read that, like, what is that? So there's a great company called Oncology Spa Solutions, and they put together a three-day training. So the first two days, it's all about theory, because when people are undergoing treatments, it can wreak havoc on their skin, radiation burns, they can have severe dryness, but a lot of people don't feel comfortable because you want to help, but you're like, how do I help? And if anyone has had just even at least one lymph node removed, they're at risk for lymphedema for the rest of their lives. So it just gives me the knowledge, the product, and the techniques to carefully and safely care for those individuals and just giving them that experience where they can just feel loved on and pampered. So that's actually going to be, it's one of my uh, passion projects is going to start a nonprofit for the oncology aesthetics where we can give back and supply um, vouchers for people to come in and get treatment. Wow, how cool is that? You don't shy away, Brooke, from any of those tough cases like rosacea and things like that. You take it on, uh, which is fantastic because everybody needs pampering in life. So uh, good for you for taking that on. Unfortunately, we're stuck. We're uh, we're about out of time. I know it goes by so quickly. But before we go, I have a couple things. First of all, what advice would you give someone who's looking to start a business in your industry? And then anything you'd want to leave with uh, with our listeners and how do they get a hold of you? So. Advice would be invest in a coach. I did, and it was huge just for compensation plans, being able to bounce ideas back and forth, as well as a good accountant and bookkeeper. So those would be my top three things for anyone that you just want to start a business in general, but especially it's important for the salon and spot industry. And then what was the last part that you want me to say? Anything you'd want to leave with listeners as far as advice, and then how do they get a hold of you? So you can get a hold Maybe of you. Maybe skincare advice or anything. SPF. That's the best age control product you can possibly put on your face. And the SPF stands for a sexy, pale female. <laughs> That's what I say. I love that. But that is probably the best tip that I can give and go get your, you know, annual skin check with your dermatologist. But we can be reached at Sweet B. It's in S-U-I-T-E-B-HairAndSkin.com. From there, we have online booking and a list for our contact information as well. Well, I definitely need get needed to get in and see you, Brooke. Um, it's so nice to have this uh, time with you in this space and share uh, everything that you're doing with our listeners. So thank you again for joining us on the show. Thank you very much. And coming up next in the Money Hour, transforming your kitchen without the cost of a remodel, Alan Regola of South Genie Seattle, right here at 1150 AM, KKNW. Hey, here's a few questions for you to consider. Have you run out of storage space in your kitchen? Are you frustrated not knowing what's in the back of your deep cabinets or pantry? Want to revamp your kitchen but not spend a fortune on a messy or costly remodel? Are you tired of getting on your hands and knees every time you prepare a meal? 
Getting backup is always the hard part, right? Well, Shelf Genie of Seattle helps homeowners to transform their kitchen by retrofitting their existing cabinets and pantry with custom pull-out shelving. Through proper design and installation, Shelf Genie can provide easier access to the backup deep spaces, better organization, and increased usable storage space, all within the cabinets you already have, which saves you both time and money. Shelf Genie of Seattle has helped thousands of homeowners for the past 10 years, from Olympia to Linden. And they provide a top quality product with superior service backed by a lifetime warranty. Shelf Genie of Seattle has a five-star rating on Google Reviews, where you can see glowing testimonials from real clients. Hi, I'm Alan Regala, the Director of Client Happiness with Shelf Genie of Seattle. We live to bring more joy into your everyday life at home. Call us today to schedule a free professional design consultation at 206 206- Five five seven four six three zero, or visit us at shelfgenie.com forward slash Seattle. Again, that's two zero six five five seven four six three zero, or visit us at shelfgenie.com forward slash Seattle. Make sure to mention the Money Hour and receive fifty percent off your installation. You're listening to the Money Hour with your host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM eleven fifty. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. And you are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, August 7th virtual show. Because of COVID, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can listen to us on podcast, also on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything money, and we're here to help you in today's economy. And now in studio, we have Alan Regola of Self Genie Seattle, transforming your kitchen without the cost of a full remodel right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Zena and Keelan. It's great to be here. Excited to be here. Well, that's I'll my cue. I'm sorry. I was ask a question. But yeah, when we have two Nor- guests, we, Normally uh, we do the bio different. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awkward, awkward silence means it's my turn. Um, anyway, so let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Shelf Genie. What does Shelf Genie do or Shelf Genie? Yeah. In general. Yeah. We design, build and install uh, custom storage solutions for people's homes, which, uh, you know, generally consists of um, uh, pull-out shelving uh, in different areas of the home uh, to give people better access, uh, more storage space, and, and better organization as well. We lost we lost your video there for two hot oh. seconds. I was like, oh my gosh, where did handsome Alan go? But you're back. It was okay, it was really two it was two seconds. So, Alan, um, what areas of the kitchen can you help with? Well, you know, um, really what we uh, specialize in is is retrofitting people's existing spaces. So in the kitchen space, you know, a lot of kitchen cabinets, uh, especially the lower cabinets, um, uh, are super deep, right? So you open the cabinet up and, you know, you want to get that pot that's in the back and uh, you have to get on your hands and knees, crawl in there, you know, pull everything out that's in the front just to get to the back. Um, or maybe it's a pantry space that uh, you've got you know, canned goods and all these other things that are way in the back of that space. And um, we make it easier to get to that space uh, by having everything pull out. 
And we also make it more efficient. So people that have maybe less um, storage space, um, they got big gaps between their shelves, we're able to really make full use of those spaces within the kitchen. That's important, Alan. I uh, I had my other half just recently. We moved, and in our bathroom was an absolute mess. This this girl's got so many products; it's ridiculous for her. Like everything you can think of, and so it's just like a pile in a drawer. And even my stuff was a little out of control. Um, so she just put some organization in, and what a difference does that make? All of a sudden, it's more efficient. You know where things are. It looks better. I mean, it could be a game changer, especially an important space like your kitchen. I can only imagine with just the effect of one drawer what that could do for you. So it's really important work for people and their efficiency, I think, Alan. So with that being said, how do you feel like this this organizational tool, with especially having custom uh, the ability to customize the solutions, how does this impact your clients? Oh, it's, it has an amazing impact. I, honestly, well, my wife is very biased, but she says it's, it's life altering. Um, <laughs> for anyone who has had this, this type of product in their homes, they, they know, um, you know, so a, a good portion of our clientele are, um, say older, uh, and maybe they have some back issues or knee issues, um, and they have problems, you know, getting down, um, or as they will say, it's, it's not the getting down, it's the getting back up. That's really the big issue. Um, and, you know, from that standpoint, it's really empowering to be able to help people uh, live in their homes longer. Um, you know, uh, we allow people to still function in their space, utilizing um, all of the space that's in their cabinets. And uh, so from a physical standpoint, it's super, super helpful. Um and then also from, like I said, a storage capacity standpoint, it's, it's also very helpful for people that, maybe that have downsized or they're just living in a, you know, a condo or a townhome and they just don't have the same amount of space that um, they maybe once did before. And with the way that we design things out, um, we're able to use really as much of the space as possible um, and give everyone easy access at the same time. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. And I'm sure um, what your wife says is exactly true. It's life altering and life changing. There's a lot of people that that they really want to be able to age in place. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And it sounds like uh, you're able to do that for a lot of people. So that is a beautiful thing. Ellen, what about additional uh, areas of the home? Are you able to help and assist there as well? Yeah, the three main areas that we help people with are uh, kitchens, pantries, and bathrooms are the really the third place that a lot of people don't think about. And it's surprising, actually, because um, how much we can do in a bathroom. You know, typically there's a vanity and maybe there's a set of drawers. And a lot of the newer homes we're seeing, there's fewer drawers. But when you open up the cabinets, you know, you there's just, you know, stuff is on the bottom. And then you have all this extra space at the top. Uh, but because of the plumbing, usually people don't have another shelf in there. So we're able to really full, fully utilize that space, um, giving people access to the bottom, but also the top, all that unused space up there, um, in addition to maybe a you know, tall vanity cabinet or you know, other spaces in the bathroom, too. Yeah, you know, Alan, after seeing what a drawer can do, I see how much space is wasted without organization. And you can make that space so much more efficient and do so much more with it. 
you know, it seems like silly now being on the other side of that, how people just don't take the time to make sure that you utilize your spaces. Um, and we were talking about like aging in place and things like that. People will go and spend a bunch of money, you know, to do like a full renovation or do things to, to um, you know, change their space so it's more effective for them or they could use it at all, especially if there's a disability involved. How does that compare as far as your services compared to a full renovation? Yeah, that's a great question, Kaylin. You know, the full renovation, uh, in some cases, it, you know, it might make sense, especially if you're changing the configuration of the space. Maybe you're knocking down walls and, you know, you need to get new appliances and new flooring and you're kind of doing the full, you need to do it all anyways. Um, those are the instances where that can make sense. If someone is basic, you know, keeping their same layout though, and, you know, if cabinets are in decent condition, um, we, it's, it's just so much less expensive just to outfit the insides of the cabinets and then maybe get your cabinets painted or re, uh, refinished, refaced. Um, you can spend a lot less money going that route. Uh, but what's nice about, you know, having the, them retrofitted is that it feels like a new kitchen because of the way it functions. And so you're getting all the perks of, um, you know, the accessibility and the storage space and the organization that comes with it, but for a fraction of the cost. Yeah, I'm a time management business efficiency coach, and part of that is organization and really having a space like your home, which is so important to be able to have it at the highest efficiency level is going to remove a lot of emotional stress that could take away from other things. So I would imagine that there's quite the design process that takes to do this. So for anyone that's listening uh, today, Alan, what's involved in the design consultation and how much does the design consultation cost? Yeah, great question. So uh, this is the part that I'm actually, one of the, one of the most um, impressive things, like for me, one of the most important things for this, um, for this business is the design process. Um, you know, good design is going to lead to better outcomes. And so for us, um, we set up, a, you know, people call us, uh, set up a consultation. Um, first of all, it's free, which is fantastic. So there's no cost to this consultation. And we spend a good amount of time with you um, on average around two hours as typical appointment. Um, it's in the home. So we're actually meeting with you and looking at your space, um, taking proper precautions, of course. Um, but what we'll do is first we'll, we'll get a tour of your space. Uh, understand the areas that we have to work with. Um, we're going to show you some samples that we'll bring with us. We'll show you pictures of what we've done for other people in, in similar situations. And then we're going to spend the time to really detail out the design specific to you and what you own, the different products you have. You know, if you have tall products, we're going to make taller spaces and short products, we'll make short spaces. And um, my favorite thing is that we oftentimes, more often than not, will come up with solutions that people, people didn't know uh, were possible. Um, and all of that happens within the span of a couple hours and we'll have a design and a quote and there's, there's no cost. Yeah, that's awesome, Alan. Um, you know, one thing you didn't mention, which, which I think is important too, and you know this though as well, is the emotional difference that you make on people. When things are cluttered and messy and you live in that environment, it, it, it follows you and everything else in life, you know? And you have something just kind of lingering on you that's stressful and, you know, it's very important. And Tina taught me this. Um, it's very important with your environment and, and what you what you live in and your car and everything that it's everything's clean and organized and efficient. You just feel better overall. So that's a huge service that you're providing for people. Um, I hate to say this too, Alan. Uh, we are down to less than a minute. 
But before we go, I do want to give you the opportunity to talk about the areas you serve, how long you've been in business, and how do people get a, uh, get a hold of you uh, to obtain your services? Yeah, great. Uh, we've been around for 10 years. It's our 10-year anniversary this year. We cover the whole greater Puget Sound from Olympia uh, all the way up to Linden and uh, everywhere in between. Um, you know, for folks that are interested, you can give us a call at 206-557-4630 or visit us online at shelfgenie.com forward slash Seattle. Alan, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the show today. It's a pleasure to have a conversation with you. Uh, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so thank you again for thank you again for both of you. It was a great show. Uh, very exciting to have this uh, opportunity to be able to share your passion and how you're making a difference in the world, uh, one job at a time. And I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are your local mortgage experts, and this is the time that we're signing off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. We look forward to chatting with you more about money next weekend, right here at 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.